From the Hammered Stein Ballroom, welcome to the Drunk Wrestling History Roast of The Miz, presented by Carling Black Label Beer. Hey Mabel, Black Label. Tonight's roasters are the Drunk Wrestling Historians, Scott Toon and Eddie Martin, as well as WWE Superstar, John Cena. And now, Please welcome your designated Roastmaster, Adam Rabinovitz. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Thank you. Happy Roast Night, Drunk Marks and Drunk Marquettes. This is our first roast since the end of the WWE PG era. So finally we can use bad language and edgy humor. Tonight is the night where plenty of alcohol flows, and the only thing that stings on the way down are the wrestling jokes that we tell. But tonight, we also honor one person. A wrestler that consistently entertains us and is the pride of Cleveland. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Drew Carey. (laughs) Hey, hey, he's a wrestler from Cleveland, remember? 2001 Royal Rumble. He joined the Royal Rumble to promote his improv all-stars special. Wrestling and an improv show together? Good thing I'm standing behind a podium right now. (laughs) All right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. So tonight, while we're honoring a wrestler from Cleveland, they have left their home and moved to Hollywood. Dolph Ziggler, Hollywood, Florida. (laughs) All right. Okay. Don't get me wrong. He is a Great performer. I'm sure he has great stories to tell. But in true fashion, he'll be overqualified and underutilized tonight. No. This is about someone from Cleveland and now calls SoCal home and truly knows a thing or two about wrestling. Johnny Gargano! Oh my God, when will this stop? Okay, I swear we are almost there, but still, he fits the bill. Johnny Wrestling. Congrats to Johnny Wrestling on your new little one, Baby Wrestling, as well as wife and mother, Candice La Wrestling. <laughs> now, tonight's roast is going to be alcohol-fueled. It's going to be a party, and most important it all, it is going to be Awesome. Welcome to the Drunk Wrestling History Roast of The Miz. <laughs> to Maurice and Marjo, bienvenue, mes amis, à roté de l'œuvre et très de votre mari et de votre gendre. <laughs> to Dave Meltzer, Joe Mega, Gokujo, Roxuta, Ai, Yokuso. Check out this lineup. It's like we did our recruiting based on the not welcome at this CVS sign behind the counter. (laughs) Scott Toon is here. (laughs) Scott looks like the love child of Tom Arnold and the Taco Bell Chihuahua. (laughs) And used Mountain Dew Baja Blast as lube. (laughs) I'm just kidding. He might be getting older, but he ages like a fine wine that you'd find in the clearance section at your local gas station. 
Scott and Shannon have a wonderful family household, but now I don't think there's any risk of them expanding their family or even getting down to business because Shannon now gets turned on by Firebreaker Chip and Scott gets turned on by putting fire sauce on a tortilla chip. Eddie Martin is here. Give it, hey, let's give it up for Eddie Martin. 20 WrestleManias. I am so happy for you. We're happy for you. We told WWE and they didn't think it was that impressive. Just to make sure that they would never hear about you bragging about this, Vince McMahon decided to stop working. Your favorite, Sasha Banks, decided to stop wrestling. And your friend, Tim White, decided to stop breathing. <laughs> We are so grateful that many of you from the wrestling universe are here. I just want to give a few shout outs. Um, first off, is Nia Jax here? No? Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay, um, I guess if it's okay with you guys, I don't think we need the paramedics on standby anymore. <laughs> is Natalia here? Yes. There she is with Tyson, Mom, and Jenny. Hi, Jenny. You all know how I feel. Natalia deserves everything. And I want her to enjoy a beyond fantastic night of comedy. But apparently, Bret Hart couldn't get a hold of his brother, Kevin. <laughs> are, are Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley here? There they are. The Motor City Machine Guns. Welcome, you guys. Are you doing the Detroit hand signal or are you showing us where Ahmed Johnson got injured at the announce table? <laughs> Hulk Hogan is racist. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Hulk Hogan erased his name from the list of roasters tonight. But he still wanted to be here. There he is. He also said he wants to start a new stable. Sorry, sit away from the New Day's table. Dang, I gotta, I gotta say these correctly. Of course, our tribal chief is here. Acknowledge Roman Reigns. That's right. You might be doing the We the Ones gesture, but you're all just pointing at his mezzanine suite with table service. Best seat and view in the house. Roman is literally in God mode on a different level of the building. The elevator was down, so he had to use Brock Lesnar's tractor. Jimmy and Jay, the Usos are here, passing over a year as tag team champions. Sometimes it's still hard to tell the difference between the two, and it's actually pretty easy to distinguish. Jay is the one that is not married to Naomi, and Jimmy is the one that last year was part of the blood alcohol line. <laughs> Is Virgil here? Virgil, can you get us some refills? <laughs> thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Let's see, uh, Damage Control is here. Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, and Bailey. So great to see all of you. Unfortunately, we couldn't allow pets into the venue tonight. And that's too bad because Bailey wanted to bring her bitch, Michael Cole. 
is Judgment Day here. I just want to say Judgment Day sucks. They're terrible. And you're pathetic. You going to do something about it? No, 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 no. Not you two. I want Rhea Ripley to punish me. <laughs> oh, wait. Miz's second NXT protege, Alex Riley, is here. Alex, I almost forgot about you, but I think everyone else here did. Speaking of Alex Riley's favorite wrestlers, John Cena is roasting tonight. I can't believe it. Cena is here. He's really here. This isn't that you can't see Cena bullshit. This isn't fake. There he is. If you think this is fake, I'll have Dr. D prescribe some open hand stossels if you don't settle down. <laughs> John Cena, 16 time champion, face of the industry, movie star, and host of Wipeout. Drunk fact, the third obstacle that I faced was called pulling teeth. Now, I may have not been on the show when John Cena hosted, but apparently I did an obstacle designed by Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. <laughs> Speaking of a healthy serving of balls, we're here to honor a man who claims to have gigantic balls, even though I'm the one who knows a thing or two about big red balls. <laughs> Michael Gregory Mizanin. We all know that your first claim to fame is being on the real world. You know, a reality show where camera crews follow you around while you do stupid shit. From there, you trained hard, became a popular, dominant, and decorated wrestler. And this has opened so many doors for you that you have even made talk show rounds to promote a reality show where camera crews follow you around while you do stupid shit. Despite that, don't count out his star power. Miz has had it all along. You know that WWE has a decorated history with NFL players. Lawrence Taylor took on Bam Bam Bigelow. Gronk has appeared and hosted WrestleMania. And in Miz's first pay-per-view match, he boxed against Daniel Pewter in a Dixie dogfight. And Michael Vick tuned in to see that shit. His first main roster gimmick was being the chick magnet that chanted, Hoorah! Hey Maurice, does he still yell that when he finishes? Just curious. <laughs> the Miz and John Morrison. There's Morrison. Sorry, I know elsewhere you're called Johnny Impact or Johnny Elite or Johnny Mundo, but here on Drunk Wrestling History, you're Johnny Drunkmark. You're an interesting duo. Morrison looks like he was chiseled out of stone, and Miz looks like the guy that takes credit for chiseling him after a day laborer he hired actually did the work. <laughs> Anybody see if Hogan's laughing at that joke? <laughs> All right, Miz! Your gimmick is that you're a TV and movie star A-lister, but I gotta say, there's actually some great Hollywood acting potential in your household. I mean, didn't you all see how supportive Maurice looked while you were on Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> What's with your entrance gear? You think you look cool just by adding a headband and sunglasses? 
but you still look like if a unicorn fucked a mummy. As opposed to Christian Cage, who fucked Jungle Boy's mummy. On Ms. and Mrs., you show Dolph and the rest of the country your tanning thong. Dude, we get it. You tan. You don't need to show us your ass. There's only one adult with the last name Mizanin who we want to see in a thong, and we all know who that is. And here's another thing about your dad, George Mizanin. I have something in common with him. Our all-time favorite wrestler is The Rock. It makes sense for me, not just because we're both East Bay boys, but he really is my all-time favorite. But you're his son, and you're still not his favorite. Your finishing move is the skull-crushing finale. It's pretty good. But to get there, man, there were some doozies. The reality check and the Mizzard of Oz. If only you had a brain. Scott thought that your finishing move was the Cleveland steamer. I guess that explains why his beard hairs smells like his butt hairs. Mike, you're here tonight because you are a game changer and 100% doesn't even cover the effort that you give. If you're in the ring, you give every effort to smash your opponent's face in. If you're going to be in the ring with Super Cena and Roman Reigns with a raucous crowd, you are going to steal the moment for yourself. If you're a champion that is not going to be scheduled to wrestle and get reduced to a spot on Talking Smack, you are going to make the viral moment that everybody will talk about. If you are going to host a diva search show and have a love at first sight moment, you are going to have the biggest Woody the industry has ever seen. Wait, are you why WWE had a PG era? Game changer! You have matured so much and you are hot on the mic and you should talk shit because you have been through it all and you can back it up. Tonight, we're going to throw what we can at you and know that you can take it because you defend yourself and bring your A game to all of us. And I hope that you have a fantastic time tonight. Of course... Because this is such a high-profile event, you could catch us all at the after party. We're going to have chicken in the locker room. Miz, you're not invited. (laughs) All right. Let's do this. Kicking us off is Scott Toon. Our friend's fantasy wrestling game is on hiatus because Scott kept winning it and it was no longer fun. Scott, I know you worked hard for the roast. But I hope you don't do too well. We want to keep these things going. Please welcome the newest figure from the LJN WTF series, Scott Toon. Thank you, Adam. What an absolute fucking displeasure to be here tonight. Another roast of a mid-carter. Fucking fantastic. What, we couldn't get the great Kali? Oh, right. Our no murderers rule. I know that Ryback, last year's guest of honor, really wanted to be here tonight, but at the last minute, nobody invited him. (laughs) Eddie Martin is here. Eddie, you look like Ron Jeremy ate Andre the Giant. (laughs) 
and then drown. The man with the face for podcasting. I wouldn't fuck you with China's clit. You're like a more gross Paul Heyman. But at least you've got good tits. In our Century Club episode, you showed that your drinking prowess is the stuff of legend. Your liver is so beat up, you'd think it dated Del Rio. And it's so black that MVP approached it about a spot in the Hurt business. <laughs> this entire roast idea is yours. And it's quite the hit with our listeners who don't buy a fucking shirt. I wasn't a fan of the idea last year, and I'm still not a huge fan of it. In fact, when you brought up doing another one, I said the only way I would do it is if you sucked my dick. So Eddie, wipe your chin, get out from under my podium, and let's get on with this roast. Stop laughing, Adam. I worked in a Hummer for you, too. But it will be Little Boogeyman under there later. Let's hear it for Adam. He's doing a great job managing the festivities tonight. The host with the most. Food being shoveled into his mouth while recording. A lot of people don't know this about Adam, but he's a big Power Rangers fan. The Power Rangers special power is morphing into a fighting force. And Adam, how cool is it that your special power is morphing into Conrad Thompson? It's been great watching you literally grow into the host's role on Drunk Wrestling History. Your tits are almost as fantastic as Eddie's now. Watching and listening to you on FaceTime is like watching and listening to David Hasselhoff eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> you really seem to have found your voice on the show this year. Too bad it's less Conrad Thompson and more Jillian Hall. <laughs> Look at this row of legends we have over here. Junkyard Dog, Tony Atlas, Ernie Ladd, The Rock, his dad, Rocky Johnson, Ron Simmons. Wait, who made this sheeting chart? Hogan? All right, all right, fine. Round of applause for Hogan. Oh, you may want to be careful about how much you're tanning at your age. It's not that we care if you get skin cancer or not. We just don't want Randy Orton to confuse you for a leather suitcase and take a shit on you. And Hogan, just because your face is melting like those heels in Raiders of the Lost Ark doesn't mean you actually have to be a Nazi. Rey Mysterio is here. 20 years in the WWE and one of the most decorated athletes in his history. Not to mention your successful runs in Mexico, ECW, and WCW. And now, you've got your son Dominic by your side to continue your legacy after you've retired. But I'll be honest, Ray. I'm not a big fan of him. I think he sucks in the ring and has zero charisma. It's kind of too bad he wasn't Eddie's kid. But I'm kind of sad he wasn't Benoit's. <laughs> Speaking of killers, Deanne Hesh of Wrestling, Sonny is here. If you'd like to know what kind of life Sonny has had after her wrestling career ended, her Wikipedia profile picture is a mugshot. I'm just happy it isn't the still shot from her porno, because at least I can finish to her mugshot. Why are you laughing, Paige? Actually, never mind. I don't have anything mean to say about you. I finished to your movies multiple times. But you know what? I didn't enjoy them as much as Chris Benoit did. He said it wasn't so much the nudity and dick going in he enjoyed, it was more the number of kids that died on your face. John Cena is here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Where's John? Where I, I can't see him. Where's John? Oh, there he is. Mr. Make-A-Wish himself. Those poor Make-A-Wish kids see him coming and immediately wish that their mom had been Casey Anthony. All kidding aside, John, you're an incredible human being, and the work that you've done with the Make-A-Wish Foundation is amazing, heartwarming, and commendable. Now, some people might be wondering what you're doing here tonight, being a big movie star and all. But you're here because you played a huge role in getting The Miz over as the heavyweight champion. 
In fact, you put him over in the main event of WrestleMania 27, making him a believable champion in defeating you. John, in keeping with your giving spirit that you've shown throughout the years, that night you gave The Miz something that you could never give those Make-A-Wish children, a future. <laughs> Wipe that disgusted look off your face, Vince. You haven't exactly been the model of decency this year. You must be so embarrassed getting caught paying out $3 million to keep a relationship quiet. You gave this woman a $100,000 a year job, multiple pay raises, $3 million. I haven't seen a dude make that kind of effort to keep a woman quiet since Jimmy Snuka. But Vince has never been afraid to take a chance and drop some cash on something big. The WWF purchase worked out pretty well for him, but the XFL, WBF, and WWE films? Not so much. WWE films, man. I haven't seen that many pieces of shit since Amy Weber's bag. Just look at the talent in this room tonight that have starred in Vince's movies. Our man of the hour, The Miz, Big Show, Randy Orton, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, hell, even Wade Barrett managed to stay healthy enough to complete one. Congrats, you guys. You've been in more turds than Pat Patterson. But Vince, regardless of what you did, I'm still honored to share this stage in your presence tonight. And by this stage, I mean the final one of your life. <laughs> now, to the man himself. The man with the smoking hot blonde wife. The man with the brutal kicks in the ring. The man with the respectable mid-card WWE run. The man with a series of great matches with John Cena. But enough about Rusev. Let's get to The Miz. <laughs> Miz, I have to admit, this is kind of intimidating because I've never roasted a star before. <laughs> Just kidding, I still haven't. Miz, you made your main roster debut in 2006, and since then, you've won a lot of championships. Mostly mid-card and tag, but only two world titles. 16 years, and only two world titles. Paige's boyfriends have come on more world titles than you've won, Miz. You're the modern-day Lex Luger, minus the physique, steroids, wheelchair, and dead girlfriend. Oh, oh, you're gonna roll your eyes. What's wrong, Miz? You didn't like that one? Eh, different strokes, I guess. Your wrestling resume is what John Cena's would have been if he stopped wrestling in 2005. But let's be honest, none of your wrestling career would have been possible without your reality TV shows, something that you're still doing today. You have a reality show with your wife called Miz and Miss, which is obviously scripted and rehearsed. It's awful, undeveloped, and should be called Miz Carriage because it's like a piece of trash you would find in a dumpster after prom. You also host a TV show called Cannonball, a game show where the contestants compete in water sports. <laughs> Weird, that sounds like something more up Corey Graves' alley. <laughs> the Miz has been in a bunch of Road Rules shows and I haven't seen one of them. Road Rules, Battle of the Seasons. Road Rules, The Gauntlet. Road Rules, The Inferno. Too bad they didn't have a Road Rules Paul Walker because I totally would have watched you in that. <laughs> Miz, I talked earlier about everything that John Cena has done for the kids. And I want you to know that you also serve as an inspiration for millions, showing that with hard work, dedication, determination, you too can do everything that John Cena does, only shittier. <laughs> now where's Virgil? I need a fucking drink. Thank you and good night. Scott Tune! Give it up for him. Believe it or not, your time is up. His time is now. Our next roaster is John Cena. He was known for changing the US title and WWE title into spinner belts. The only spinner he works with now is when he's fooling around with the vigilante. Please welcome 
the 16-time world champion, and it'll probably stay that way unless Jon Stewart has something to say about it. It's John Cena! After roast day, let's go to work! Wow! This is the place to be tonight! As all of you can tell, I am John Cena. When Drunk Wrestling History reached out, I happily accepted the invite to try telling some jokes. As you know, Ellen just finished her show, and now they want someone that is not as vicious taking people down. <laughs> you know, Miz, there's so much I can say about you. We're both WWE champions. We have both headlined WrestleMania. We're movie stars. We both host hilarious obstacle shows on TBS. I know that anything I can say, you can legitimately claim that you do it better. This began eating away at me. I couldn't sleep. It bugged me for weeks. Is there anything that I can do that Miz doesn't? And then it hit me. The clouds parted. Hallelujah. It hit me. Supercomputer 42. No, I got the real answer. We might both be actors, hosts, husbands, wrestlers, and champions. But there's one thing that I am that you're not. A doctor. Yo. The doctor is in. Y'all gonna feel the effect of getting burned by someone who knows hustle, loyalty, and respect. I'm a real thug doctor that leaves victims in stitches. So why don't I start with you three wannabe chain gang bitches? <laughs> the roast master Adam. He's single looking to mingle. But ladies, I wouldn't risk it. Carissa spent a whole day with him while he ate steak and brisket. <laughs> Eddie, you and I have been to several manias. But when we put on a show, there's a key difference between us. I win championship belts while you drop yours and show off your manscaped penis. <laughs> Rocks called me Fruity Pebbles. And you think I'm shook? Eddie, bro, you look like a drunk wrestling coloring book. <laughs> Scott, you claim to be a good dad supporting Peyton while she dances on stage? Shannon says you hide in the corner and play with figures of Pete Dunne and Hangman Page. <laughs> be proud of Peyton. She worked hard for the glam and the glitz. We all know you didn't want to take her to nationals. You drove 300 plus miles just to eat some Taco Bell Cheez-Its. <laughs> Ms. Maurice, I know you're here and your feathers might be ruffled, but you gotta understand, Eddie and Scott are professional wrestling's real it couple. <laughs> Eddie and Scott are BFFs. And that's just how it is. You have a friendship where you're stuck together. 
because you never shut up about Peter North's jizz. <laughs> At last year's roast, y'all actually invited William Regal. Dudes, I'm honored that you chose me instead of Vince's paralegal. <laughs> she would have told some stories about that wrestling tyrant, including some about his Andre not such a giant. <laughs> Miz, you burst into the ring, and you were douchey as I can tell. You were even hated by the heel announcer, JBL. You were an annoying character, and the crowds chant, you suck. Because just like Raven, you dress like a schmuck. <laughs> but at the diva search, you met Maurice, and the moment was corny. Are you just married to her because you got caught being horny? They could practically play limbo, but your bar wouldn't be steady no matter how you pose. Cause it was being supported by two very small huevos. <laughs> <laughs> On Dancing with the Stars, you did it alright, and you didn't fall. But the country didn't want to see you come in like a cannonball. You don't want people to see you cry, Miz? You better leave the stage in a hurry. I'll run you out like LeBron getting run out of Cleveland by Steph Curry. <laughs> Miz and Mrs. is so unoriginal, but you think it's killer? The USA Network doesn't have confidence, you dog. You were just picked up as a time filler. <laughs> Chateau Mom Miz started in LA and then moved to Austin. I don't know why you moved back, cause L.A. ain't no Boston. <laughs> you're so arrogant, and you think you're so special? You stooped to a new low when you gave Logan Paul the idea to wrestle. <laughs> but at least you did your finisher on him, and that was kind of funny. Still not as much as watching you get pinned by Bad Bunny. <laughs> seem a little on edge. Bro, I ain't hiding no tricks. I didn't pay off Daniel Bryan to jump out and give you yes kicks. <laughs> it's just a roast, dog. You get to speak about me too. Don't rush up and give me a skull crushing finale, cause then dude, F you. <laughs> Thank you all for having me and enjoy drinking that beer. This show might be about you, Miz, but don't you all forget, the champ is here! John Cena, everybody! Yes, we got the stars here for the Miz tonight! Thank you all again for being with us. I uh, hope you're having plenty of drinks. But uh, there were some stars that couldn't make it to share those drinks and laughs with us. But because it's you, Miz, they definitely had some things to say for your roast night. Hello, Mike. It's Damien Sandow. Now, I am still scholarly and a savior to some masses. But... 
I just want to say a few things about when we teamed up and I became Damien Mizdow. It is terrible that someone with my IQ found you so appealing. There's nothing wrong with making mistakes because that is how we learn. You have grown so much and you are a true superstar. I wish you the best in and out of the ring, but take note that down the line, you can pass off a lot of knowledge, but exploring the world is how we grow our intelligence. Sometimes it can be warm and fuzzy. Sometimes lessons can be served cold. If you start seeing Monroe and Madison becoming smarter and coherent and advanced intellects, and those acceptance letters from Stanford, the Ivy League, and Oxford start coming in, remember that at one point, if you weren't able to perform, you once had a stunt double. <laughs> Mike! Mike! It's Bruno Tonioli from Dancing with the Stars! I just want to say, it was an honor to have you on the show. You have so much masculine energy and so much oomph. You're light on your feet and hitting so many steps that your Fitbit shouts, Ay caramba! <laughs> Underneath your tough exterior is a dancer with so much grace. But when you unleash that quick stepping, cha-cha moving, paso doble and tango dancing beast, it's so hot up in here that the floor is lava. You're like a puppet that tore off your strings, lassoed me in and brought me into your world. I hope you have a wonderful night and I hope you come back to the show because there's a pair of big mirror ball trophies that are calling your name. Hey, Brian here. Yes, 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 it's me. I just wanted to chip in and say congrats. You have a night that's all about you. I'm sure your ego just wet itself. All of you know, I'm a decent guy who enjoys practical things. And you're despised because you're such a rich little tool with a big mouth. Despite any differences that we may have, there's no doubt that you can perform in the ring, and I know that when I get into the ring with you, we can light the place up and put on a show, and hopefully ending with me kicking the pearly whites that your daddy brought you down your throat. Whether it be a wrestler in the ring or interacting with a fan, you always know how to find a way to get under everyone's skin. Maybe you'd get the respect that you deserve if you spent more time wrestling with honor instead of being known for burning bridges, yelling egotistic nonsense into microphones. What? This is for Miz, not MJF? Mike Mizan in The Miz. WWE Miz, my Miz. Not MJF? Listen, Miz, you little prick, I'm gonna freaking. Get ready for 20 times the fun. 
It's Eddie Martin. He might be married, but he is such a fan of the women's division. He ran into Shotzi Blackheart at a concert. He helped Sasha Banks clear the glass from her car in Oakland. And has had house maintenance done by Bailey's cousin. But his favorite story is to tell us when he saw Charlotte walk into a bar and asked, why the long face? <laughs> Please welcome the before picture of the Iron Maiden mascot, Eddie Martin. Thank you. Thank you. Man, it's packed in here. This place is totally sold out. And as Gorilla Monsoon would say, they are hanging from the Raptors brain. I'll try to get through this without having to piss again, but after Adam's set, I'm not making any promises. <laughs> I thought Hillbilly Jim went long. That was longer than our Emmeline episode. <laughs> Hope, hopefully I don't run out of space on the SD card. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not even going to do my set. I'm going to take a nap. I'd have played him off the stage, but we don't have the budget for a live band. <laughs> Buy a fucking shirt. <laughs> We had to turn people away. This was such a big deal. It got so crazy outside with people wanting to get in that there ended up being a riot. A lot of people got pretty nervous out there, but Chris Jericho's wife said she felt right at home. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of these roasts is seeing everybody before the show, and this year didn't disappoint. The Bellas stole the show at the red carpet. Virgil did a great job of tearing tickets. And Kevin Nash <laughs> tore a quad getting out of the car. <laughs> This year, we decided to make the roast a charity event. We thought we should do something nice for once. We're raising money to buy Jeff Hardy an Uber gift card. <laughs> he can use it for Uber Eats too, which is nice. But don't worry, I checked, and they don't deliver steroids or cocaine. <laughs> and speaking of steroids, if you ever wondered what Ron Swanson would look like on steroids, Rick Boogs is here. <laughs> Jeff Hardy wanted to be here tonight, but he couldn't make it. He's dealing with a back injury from 20 years of carrying Matt. <laughs> but it's a give and take relationship. Matt has spent 20 years enabling Jeff. Hulk Hogan is here and we might as well just get him right out of the way. Hulk, I'm glad you were able to take a time out of your busy schedule watching Fox News and wondering if Tyrus is black. <laughs> Sorry to be repetitive, but jokes about Hogan being racist just don't get old, you guys. <laughs> Hogan and his girlfriend split up recently, which is really sad. But that's okay. He has a new girlfriend. Paula Dean said they are very happy together. <laughs> She's a little old for Hogan, but at least he's not banging another Brooke lookalike. Well, not yet, but if Brooke has her mom's jeans, give her five years and she'll look as old as Paula. I worry about Hogan being at a big crowd tonight, though. He's not vaccinated. I think he took that immortal thing a little too seriously. <laughs> One of our most fun episodes was Halloween Havoc because Hogan's match with the Ultimate Warrior was such a disaster. Oh, it was incredible. It had a blowjob spot, the botched fireball, and Warrior rolling out around the ring. If you thought those barrel rolls were impressive, you should have seen him roll over in his grave after a black guy got the Warrior Award. <laughs> it was almost as fast as when he found out a Mexican guy dug his grave. <laughs> Vince McMahon is here. This is Vince's first public appearance since he retired because of his hush money scandal. And I gotta say, I'm surprised he could put his dick away long enough to show up. <laughs> Vince is a notorious cocksmith, but he's a businessman first. Yeah, that's right. You aren't getting any of his DNA unless you sign an NDA. <laughs> Vince's Eskimo brother, John Laurinaitis, is also here. 
It's no secret that he likes kissing Vince's ass, but who knew who he also liked kissing lips that had been in Vince's ass? <laughs> Maybe that's why his voice sounds that way. <laughs> One thing I'll say about Johnny Ace, though, he's got a set of balls. Unfortunately, they're in his mouth and they belong to Vince. <laughs> Braun Strowman is here. I, I mean Braun Breaker, you know, the one with talent. <laughs> Braun's dad is Rick Steiner and his uncle is Scott Steiner. Now, I was going to make a joke about Scott Steiner, but how do you write a joke about a guy who spent the last 20 years making a joke of himself? <laughs> Give it up for Happy Corbin. When he got rich, he started wrestling in a shirt, which is a good thing because with some of those tattoos, he looked like he tore a Sharpie factory with Eugene. <laughs> he was going bald too, so he shaved his head and he looks a lot better. I can't wait to see you in G.I. Jabroni, Corbin. <laughs> Kofi and Xavier are here. Unfortunately, Big E couldn't make it because of his neck injury. Yeah, good job, Ridge. That suplex was brutal. I haven't seen someone land on their head that hard since Jimmy Snuka's girlfriend. How's it going, Tamina? <laughs> Give it up for Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. Sammy said with Ty it was love at first sight. When he saw her, the first thing he thought to himself was, I want to rape that woman. <laughs> Ty is an inspiration. She's proved with hard work, a tiny bit of talent, and a great ass, anyone can get a job in the AEW women's division. As Adam mentioned, Nia Jax couldn't make it tonight. In fact, we haven't seen her since she got cut by WWE, and there's been a lot of talk about why they cut her. Was it her attitude backstage? Was it because she wouldn't get vaccinated? I think it was her wrestling. I'm not saying she was bad, she was, but she was about as smooth as sandpaper and agile as a futon. And man, was she slow. Last time I saw anyone move that slowly, it was the Uvati police. Give it up for my fellow drunk wrestling historian, Scott Toon. Scott is one of the few people that can spend an hour talking about stupid shit on a podcast every week. And if you haven't heard it yet, make sure to check out Fully Posable wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> he does a good job on that show, by the way. Not Ryder or Hawkins good, but a good job. <laughs> this is a guy who is obsessed with toys. He's got hundreds of them. But his favorite toys are in the bedroom. Oh, you should see it. His closet looks like if F.A.O. Schwartz had a perv department. <laughs> And I thought Matt Riddle was into some weird stuff. <laughs> Adam, you're doing a great job as host tonight. Oh no, I'm not done with you yet. Thanks for working without food in your mouth. This guy is always eating. Working with him is like being in an ASMR video. By the way, I want to apologize to the listeners for making you listen to his impressions. Oh, I don't mean to I don't mean tonight. I mean his impression of a podcast host. <laughs> Your eating is legendary, but I think all that food might be starting to catch up to you. You aren't looking great. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're starting to look like Paul Bearer. <laughs> Did you eat while you do stand-up? Maybe you should try. I'm not saying you aren't funny, but there was more laughter in Benoit's basement than at your last show. <laughs> I think I know why I eat so much, though. He figures if he gets as fat as Conrad Thompson, we'll take him seriously as a podcast host. <laughs> One of the greatest of all time, Bret Hart, is here. If you don't believe Bret Hart is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, just ask him. <laughs> Bret Hart was great because of his versatility. From tag team wrestling, to scientific wrestling, to brawling, he could do it all. The only thing he couldn't do was ride a bike. <laughs> Mr. Smack My Bitch Up himself, Alberto Del Rio is here. 
Alberto claimed that he's coming back to WWE soon. Now, I don't know what kind of drugs he's on, but if he thinks Hunter is going to bring him back, he must be higher than Marty Jannetty's life insurance. <laughs> Prince Andrew's favorite wrestler, Velveteen Dream, is here. You might know him from his time in NXT, his appearance on Tough Enough, being asked to leave a Make-A-Wish event. <laughs> John Cena said Velveteen Dream would one day headline WrestleMania, but that obviously never happened. And he's moved on. Now he's hoping to headline Brody Jr.'s birthday party. <laughs> If he can't get the gig, he said he'll settle for Marco Stunt's birthday party. <laughs> Marco isn't actually as young as he looks, though. He's just small. He's so small, he makes Scott look like an adult. <laughs> Give it up for Don West. Don recently revealed that he's battling cancer, and when I heard that, I felt terrible about all the jokes I made about him on our Turning Point episode. If I had any idea you were dying, Don, I would have waited to bury you. <laughs> Relax, Roman. Cancer jokes are hilarious. By the way, it's good to see you. I'm glad you were able to take time off from taking time off. <laughs> Is that Ric Flair in the audience? Or did someone bleach a fraggle? <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, when he bleeds, he looks like Red, the fraggle. <laughs> I'm happy to announce that Rick is going to be the star of the newest WWE movie. It's a horror movie. It's called Nate on a Plane. Rick made a comeback this past summer. At his age, I figured he wasn't able to come on backs. <laughs> Flair, did you take the train here or the helicopter? I'm just asking because based on how you smell, I hope you didn't drive. <laughs> Kurt Angle looks relieved. He was expecting me to save the drunk driving jokes for him. <laughs> Kurt was great because of his Olympic wrestling background. He was a legit shooter. He's actually one of the greatest shooters in wrestling history. The only person who knows more about shooting is Kane Velasquez. Actually, I guess Kane isn't that good of a shooter. He only got charged with attempted murder. <laughs> CM Punk is here. Punk has had a great comeback in AEW. It's been one good match after another. And he's in great shape, but he's starting to show his age a little. I don't want to say he looks old, but he has more crow's feet than a Hitchcock movie. <laughs> he has so much gray hair, he looks like he's been touched by a ghost. <laughs> Punk looks so old that he makes Scott look young. <laughs> Sting is looking a little old, too. He can still go in the ring, but he's not what he used to be. I mean, Ty Conti said he's a little sloppy. <laughs> that was a great job by John Cena, wasn't it? What an interesting couple years he's had. John famously got engaged to Nikki Bella at WrestleMania 33, but weeks before the wedding, she called it off. But things worked out for him recently when he married someone twice as smart and half as hot. <laughs> and she's doing well, too. She just married someone half as rich and twice as cool. <laughs> Paige recently revealed that her time in WWE has come to an end. She never got back in the ring after that kick in the back from Sasha hurt her neck. And it was a hard shot. The only hit from behind worse than that was from Sonny's car. <laughs> yeah, that was unfortunate. But at least when Sonny hit someone from behind, she made sure they were more attractive than when X-Pac did it. <laughs> Speaking of porn stars, Captain Stab and Sid Vicious is here. Luckily, it's not softball season. Sid had a 20-year career and won multiple championships, but he'll always be remembered best for two things. Stabbing Arn Anderson with scissors and breaking his leg on live TV. It's pretty embarrassing, but whenever asked about it, he always says the same thing. At least I'm not The Miz. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to tonight's honoree. Why are we roasting Miz anyway? Was Mantar busy? <laughs> Miz is the great overachiever. I mean, look at Maurice. Even with his money, I don't know how he got her. Maybe because she's French and he looks like a frog? 
But if he went broke, that marriage would be over faster than Joey Ryan's Jungle Cruise career. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Joey Ryan, make sure to tip him when he brings your car around after the show. <laughs> and Ms. knows Maurice isn't attracted to him, but he's just glad he's getting laid. Or as he calls it, getting his dick dry. <laughs> But it's been quite a love story with these two. I haven't seen chemistry like that since Walt White and Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> Whoa, Marty Jannetty perked up when he heard that. <laughs> no, 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 Marty, sit down, sit down. I said perked up, not Percocet. <laughs> Miz has had some pretty good matches. In fact, I almost bought the best of the Miz DVD recently, but I put it back and got Strap-On Sally 22 and Chloroform Girls instead so the cashier wouldn't think I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Miz was famously thrown out of the locker room when he was a rookie. But it wasn't because he's annoying like he says it was. It was because when they saw those tiny balls, they thought he was a chick. <laughs> Miz was in the fourth season of Tough Enough. He didn't win, but to be fair, how could anyone expect him to win when he was up against such stellar talent as Daniel Pewter, The Boogeyman, and Ryback? <laughs> well, Ryback had a decent career, but I think the only Tough Enough contestant who ever had worse luck than Pewter was Matt Capitelli. <laughs> Even though he didn't win, Vince signed him out of pity. After adding the third hour raw, he took pity on the fans and gave us something to fast forward through. <laughs> but it's not easy to roast someone like Miz. It would have been easier to roast someone with more personality, like, say, Lance Storm or Lance Cade. <laughs> but Miz, we roast you because we love you. I mean, what do you call a man who's main event at WrestleMania? Who's won countless championships, who's had good matches with everyone who's ever worked with, and, who ha and who's had some of the greatest matches of all time? You call that man... Shawn Michaels. Thank you. <laughs> Eddie Martin. Let's hear it. Well, it's time. We've all gotten things off our chests, except the final speaker of the night. Yes, we are giving him a chance to speak. I'm sorry. That's how roasts go. The honoree gets to speak. If you want to log a complaint... Go to Drunk Gross History of Wrestling slash, I mean, dot com or, or dial uh, 86946. Go online and voice your concern. But please welcome a former PWI Most Hated Wrestler of the Year, Most Improved Wrestler of the Year. 2011 number one ranked wrestler of the year, a two-time Slammy Award winner, two-time Money in the Bank briefcase holder, winner of the inaugural Mixed Match Challenge, and a Grand Slam WWE Champion, two GD times over, The Miz! When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. <laughs> this is a podcast that features Scott and Eddie, so Adam, that shouldn't be a problem for you. <laughs> Adam, you want to lecture me on things I shouldn't say on TV? I am on TV so much more than you, I've earned the right week after week to say whatever I want. In return... Let me give you some things that you should never say on a podcast. I'm a wrestling expert. I did a great job. 
You're the only one on the podcast that's not married, right? Here's something you should never say on a date. You gonna finish that? (laughs) Speaking of dates, by the time Adam experiences a date night, he'll be in a nursing home drinking prune juice. Dates aren't the same. Prunes are dried plums where dates are its own fruit. (gasps) Another bit of food knowledge that doesn't make you look attractive. (laughs) Designated host with a deep announcing voice. That's so cute. You all make fun of me for being from Cleveland? Unlike you, Adam, at least I don't look like I came from a sixth growth on Joel Gertner's neck. Eddie Martin, 20 WrestleManias. Wow. That's quite an accomplishment. Yeah, bitches. Yeah. Yeah, that really is something that probably very few people can claim. That's something that you started before I even showed up to the WWE. Yet no one talks about this accomplishment of yours. They talk about me because I am the pro wrestler and I'm relevant. It must really bother you. Yeah. No, it does. 20 WrestleManias, and all you got was a little peel-off tattoo behind your ear? (laughs) You must be so upset because they're not the size of my gigantic balls. (laughs) Eddie, you trying to be a musician? You look like Frank Zappa ate too many muffins, man. (laughs) Want to work on my shows? Nah, you're not qualified. i trust the lighting guys during Vince's million dollar giveaway before I'd hire you. (laughs) Cena, why are you here? Are you jealous that this is the roast of The Miz and not the roast of John Cena? So you had to find your way to get on stage? Can I please be in one show, one show that doesn't feature you why are you even on an episode of drunk wrestling history adam doesn't even drink and he knows that you don't do it by chugging it up your ass with ike baron holtz <laughs> you want to poke fun at me for being in dancing with the stars no i work so hard with pasa dobles Roombas and overall dynamics. You want to make fun of that? What on earth is that dance that you do in the opening credits of Peacemaker? (laughs) Cena, Rock'em Sock'em robots have more dance dynamic than you in that show. (laughs) Make fun of my Mizzard of Oz, but watching you dance, now I know what the Tin Man looks like without oil. Oh, but it's okay. Cena's not a dancer by trade. He's a thug. Word up. You want to rap, Cena? I can rap too. Watch this. Oh, oh, oh. I'm here at the roast, and you should all be stoked. Because I am the star, and Cena's a joke. (laughs) I can host shows too, so don't be a hater. Why were you picked when you're not even smarter than a fifth grader? Want to do talk shows? I made Conan the Ginger Ninja. That's what you call talent. 
do all the sketches you want. Justin's always the bigger crush of Jimmy Fallon. In the ring, we've traded mania wins cause we ruffled each other's feathers. But at least my tag partner and I are still together. <laughs> you're so overrated and you're never worth the hype. You're a loser now, then, and even as the prototype. <laughs> you are not welcome here and I don't want you to stay. But I hear you like to make a wish come true. Mine is that you just go away. I'm a better performer than you, and the bottom line is that you're still a sellout. You famously called out The Rock, leaving the WWE ring to become a movie star. Not only did you literally become what you called him, but you also appeared in the Fast and the Furious franchise. If you're going to be a hypocrite, can you do it without literally kissing his ass? <laughs> the reason I stay relevant in the ring is because Hollywood can't afford my A-list acting abilities. And they would have to put me in award-worthy original work. Wait, didn't you follow John's footsteps in the Marine franchise? <laughs> Scott, I swear to God, go back to your tacos and toys. <laughs> you know what, Scott? 300 plus episodes of Fully Posable? Big deal! I've practically been on TV every week since I debuted without missing time or taking time to get a walking burrito. <laughs> you can't even count how many episodes of TV that I've been on. I tore my ACL and I was still showing up every week with Morrison. I put myself in a wheelchair because he needed the star power of The Miz. Despite all of the insults, that you insisted on saying tonight, it doesn't take away the fact that two times over, I'm a Grand Slam champion. Adam, that was not a prompt for you to order some Denny's. <laughs> I am an A-lister, whether you like it or not, even if you vilify me, and you idiots couldn't even do that right. You made me the second target of your drunk roast behind Ryback. Are you kidding me? You couldn't make me the primary target? So you go with that obnoxious corncob slob first? Really? Oh, I'm gonna shell shock your ass. <laughs> At least I get to go home and be a true, super awesome father to the two best kids in the world and forever be with my sweet, hot, fine, and sexy French wife. Adam, I said French wife, not French fries. <laughs> I host the most popular talk show on TV today, Ms. TV. I don't stoop down to drunk podcasting level, but maybe tonight, you're onto something. Every show that you do from here on should feature me. You should be covering and worshiping everything about me because I deserve your respect. 
I deserve everyone's respect. Not just this show, fully posable. There's no time to be talking about random collections. You should only be collecting Ms. Toys. <laughs> Not only that, you should be covering every single plush, a doll, and animal toy that Monroe and Madison play with because rest assured, they are worth so much more than what you and Jeff collect. <laughs> and sure, they might get dragged through dirt, covered in spaghetti sauce, or even watercolors, but at least they don't have any unsatisfying circular DA scribbles on them. <laughs> you three couldn't get a Daniel Bryan appearance on this show? You just had him send in a greeting? Really? And he says, I'm a coward. I'm here in the building. He's not here. He's a coward. He's so sick of losing to me. He walked through the forbidden door, that coward. <laughs> but despite that, I must say, this has been a great night. Great place, great festivities, but it's successful because of one thing, me. You needed me. I'm not here because you three wanted me. You needed me to be here. You needed me and my gigantic, perfect, and massive balls to be here. Because when anything has to do with me, it becomes legendary. Need a beer recommendation for your show recording? Listen to what I recommend. Need listeners to buy shirts? Put one on me and they will fly off the shelves. You want listeners and listeners and listeners every week? Cover my matches. There are a billion people, and you want more to tune in than that one dude in India? Talk about me! You want to fill arenas every night? Put me in the main event when you do a Mount Rushmore episode, and when any one of you make a Mount Rushmore of the best of the best wrestlers, I am on it! When Hunter and Stephanie welcome recruits into the performance center and everyone gets a manual on how to wrestle, I am example number one. <laughs> when hundreds of years from now, there's a dominant CEO of a major wrestling company that wants to display power and dominance in their office, they will have my bones on the wall. <laughs> Whenever, in reference, in a podcast, in front of a camera, or with my kids, or with my wife, or in a wrestling ring, I give, and I give, and I give, because that's what makes me the talking point at your office, your friend's house, on the news, and in life, because I am the most dominant wrestler ever, I am the most dominant figure ever, and I'm the biggest celebrity ever. And there is only one reason why. Do you all know why? Because I'm the Miz! And I'm awesome! The Miz, everybody! That's our show. I want to thank our roasters, Scott Toon, Eddie Martin, and John Cena. Thank you all for joining us, tuning in. Buy some fucking shirts. Whatamaneuver.net. Follow us on the socials. Wrestling underscore drunk. We will see you all next season. Stay safe. 
stay drunk. Good night.